Could right. someone lead? Probably. I could probably train someone to lead, yeah. uh, but they, they might hate it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Practitioner's Podcast, where we're applying Jesus-style disciple-making to everyday life. This episode is powered by Navigators Church Ministries. If you haven't checked them out yet, go visit their website, navigatorschurchministries.org. If you're in the local church or if you're a lay leader, it's a great place to pick up resources and find some help on how to create a culture of disciple-making. Good morning, my friend. Hey, Tony Miltenberger. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Uh, question for you today. A couple of them, actually. It. Oh, All right. good. Let's just start hot. Um, do you think that everyone is called to make disciples? Uh, I feel like this might be a trick question. So let me think about it here for one second. Um, I mean, I always want to base a decision like this on scripture. And so I'm going to say Matthew 28, Jesus talking to the disciples. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, teaching them to obey my commands, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And surely I'll be with you always to the very end of the age. So I'm going to say yes. Nailed it. Nailed Great. it. All right. Yes, I agree, right? Everybody's called to make a disciple. If you identify yourself as a follower of Jesus, that's what he did. If we're going to follow him. We need to be doing that too. Uh, next question might be a little bit harder. Do you think everyone is called to be a leader? Well, I'm just going to go off a of personal experience here and I'm going to say, no, I'm going to think about that, you know, the, the roles of the church that I, I've read about in scripture, right. And doesn't say that everybody should be leaders. I know a lot of people who would hate to be called the leader. So I'm going to say, no, not everyone's called to be a leader. I don't think, I think that that's more of a gifting than I think it's a commission. Okay. Okay, great. So so what you're saying is that there's a difference between being a disciple and being a leader. Yes, that's what so I, yes, that's yep. what I'm saying. Although so I feel like also, I'm getting painted into a corner right now. I don't know if I like it. So you're also saying then that making disciples is different than making leaders. And so I, I happen to agree with you, um, but there's a lot of folks out there in, in the church world that probably don't agree with you and I on this. And well, I think I'm, it's, yep. Yeah, I was going to say, why, why do you think that is, right? Well, I mean, like, where does the confusion come in about disciple versus leader and leader versus disciple? Yes, yep, good question. So we got to unpack all that. But here's why I think it matters so much, Tony, is because if we're confused on these two things, then it's going to impact the way that we make disciples. It's going to impact the things that we communicate to those that we are discipling or helping them to become disciples and disciple makers. So we can't have confusion on what it is we're actually trying to make. I've been in a couple churches here in the past couple weeks and their main language around disciple making, they don't use the word disciple. They don't use the word disciple making. They use leaders. We're developing leaders leaders that will help people follow Jesus, et cetera, et cetera. And when we start to confuse and conflate these two terms, it becomes kind of problematic um, for what we're trying to do and what we actually believe. Um, let me let me share one quick story. I, I had the opportunity to ask one of these pastors 
I said, well, let me let me push back on that for just a little bit. I said, biblically, are we all called to be leaders? And he thought mm. for a second and he said, well, it depends how you define a leader. Ooh. And, and I said, you're exactly right. Um, so let's talk about, right? So you've already said, all right, yeah, you think that all of us are called to make disciples. Not all of us are called to be leaders. Uh, I want to talk through four ways that making disciples is different from making leaders. And so how would you start us out? Let's each share a couple of reasons why we think it's different. Yeah. Well, I, you know, for me, I think it all starts with the idea of intent, right? Like when I'm pulling somebody into a leadership role, the intent for them is to lead large groups of people. It's the intent is to um, do something that is both um, like casting vision in the sense of, of like moving people, right? When we think about movement, I think about leadership, you know, I'm an old army guy and I think about some of the leaders that I had there. You can be a leader and uh, your moral compass not be aligned with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right? And I actually yep. found that to be the case a lot in the army. And th- that's okay. It doesn't make them not great leaders. Right. So I, I would say that the intent of disciple making, when I meet with someone for the sake of discipling, I'm doing so for the purposes of uh, spiritual reproduction. Right. I'm doing it for the sake as uh, to create a learner, a follower, a person who's devoted to becoming like the master teacher, in this case, Jesus, right? I'm not discipling people like me. Now, right. sometimes when I'm leading, I'm leading people to to kind of be like me or to where we're going. I think of baseball, for example, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm leading a baseball team. I'm doing it. I'm teaching them how to swing the same way and throw the same way and all those things. But but disciple making is is really really much more intentional than just plain leadership, right? right. And yeah, and so I I think it probably starts with um you know the the big difference probably starts with the difference of intent. Hmm. Yeah, that's so good. All right. So even when we think about Jesus, right, going back to him, like you're saying, like he was trying to build people that would disciple and serve. Right. He wasn't right. he didn't lead with, hey, follow me and then I will put you in charge of a lot of people or you'll have a lot of influence with a lot of others. You know, he actually said, um, come follow me and take up your cross. Right. Like the invitation right. was to come and die and to serve. Um, it wasn't an invitation to lead and have kind of a, a bigger influence or perspective from from that. Yeah, so that's that intent. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That. Agree completely. What uh, What's the next one? So the second reason I think it's different is there's a difference of calling. And Tony, you alluded to this earlier in our conversation. Um, scripture uh, identifies leadership as a gift. And in Romans 12, 8, uh, it says that some of us have certain gifts, others don't. So some of us have the gift of leadership, others don't. Now, whether or not we have it doesn't necessarily mean that we shouldn't do it, right? So some people are called to, uh, or gifted in hospitality. Um, we're all to be hospitable. Some people right. are gifted in teaching, um, but we're all to teach in different ways. But the other other scripture that comes to my mind is in 1 Timothy 3, where it talks about the qualifications to lead within the church, right? And traditionally, we talk about elders and deacons, Um, And so there's a list of qualifications there. And so it shows us that some people are qualified biblically to lead in those ways and other people just aren't. And so 
the difference there is that, as you said, in Matthew 28, 18 to 20, all of us are called to make disciples. Mm -hmm. There's no gifting for being a disciple maker. The qualification that is there is just that you are a follower of Jesus. And so if you're a follower, then you are called to grow to maturity and to go ahead and make disciples the way that he has called us to. Do you, do you think that sometimes the the word disciple, because we haven't defined it very well in the church, we've put an, uh, like this effort or this, you know, like kind of feeling of um, calling on it? Like, do you think that that's part of where the confusion is because we haven't defined it as just a role of Christianity that in return, what we've done is we've, we've kind of relegated it to a calling like leadership or teaching or everything else is, is part of our, we got a language issue here. Is that what you think? Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that the way that we use terminology around disciple, disciple, discipleship, disciple making, uh, it has a real impact in the way that people respond. Right. I haven't heard anyone in the church say, you know, I'm not sure I'm called to be a Christian. Right. That's a good point. Right. And the word Christian is only used in scripture three times, but disciples there about 269 times in the New Testament. And so, you know, we have this terminology where in our minds, those of us who are surrendered to Jesus at some level, uh, for many people, disciple is some other category that they don't happen to be in yet. And yeah, I think that's insightful that there is that. Uh, how about the next one, Tony? Third reason why it might be different. I, you know, I think the third reason why is probably one of my favorite as a pastor and because it's the difference of process, right? And when I think of process, I had this old leader who used to say, it's your systems that make you successful. Well, unfortunately in the church, you know, what we have done you know, historically is we've identified leaders instead of building them. Right. And if we're going to build leaders, we got to do that through a systematic, you know, focus process. Now, some, some churches have really nailed, nailed it. Right. But others, even when you get to this leadership process, what we, what we begin to understand is that we develop beliefs and knowledge, but it's not really relational. Right. Whereas disciple making is a completely life on life relational intentional and relational process. And it, it elevates this whole idea of knowing someone and, you, you know, growing them in the faith. Jesus modeled the process of disciple making. And so, you know, I think that in the church, when we think about a process for growing leaders, what we think about is like, hey, I need you to read, uh, you know, John Maxwell's book, the laws of leadership. I need you to read this. I need you to attend 10 different classes with the pastor. And I need you to start a ministry that's based off of the areas where your pain meets God's calling in your life, you know, or, or X, Y, and Z, whatever it is. Right. Like, and, right. Um, but, but the process of disciple making, I mean, as we've talked about it on this podcast extensively, it's just not programmatic, right? It, no. it It's, is leadership a part of the process? Probably, right? At least, you know, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, right? Like, uh, at least character is, right? We talked about soul, mind, strength, heart. All of those things are in the scope of disciple making. But in leadership, you're not going to sit down with someone and necessarily ask them, you know, um, maybe we should, but where they are in their walk with God, you know, how's your scripture time? How's your quiet time? How's your scripture memory? 
I mean, I, I, I've been in a lot of churches and I've, I've even led a lot of groups where we forget to even open up in prayer because we're so busy leading to a particular, you know, destination, right? The process is for the destination. The process isn't for the development of the disciple, if that mm. makes sense. So right. the difference in the process is the big difference in leadership and, and disciple making. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. So, you know, back to what that pastor said of, well, it depends how we define leadership, right? Mm. So, you know, we can see that even so far on what we've been talking about with intent, like, why are we making these people, right? Are we making them to fill a position in an organization? Or are we making them to be like Jesus and to reach the world for him? Yeah. Uh, calling wise, well, you know, again, what is it that we're we're making here are we we're not all called to be leaders biblically and so what does that look like um but then the process like you're saying of you know what how are we making them right and what i think the pushback would be and it actually has been as i've been in this conversation with other pastors is yeah but all of us are leaders somewhere we all have all have somebody that we're influencing or somebody that's looking up to us how would you respond to that, Tony? That, well, no, you know, a disciple, every disciple is a leader somewhere. They have, they have influence, they have people looking to them. And yeah. so, yeah. I mean, well, I, I would say that we just don't have enough scriptural evidence to support that, first of all, right? When we think about, like, um, there's a difference between a leader and a role, you know, like, like some people um, had roles and, you know, Judas has a I had a role in, in the tribe, in the community that Jesus was building, right? Jesus was obviously discipling all the disciples. We see that in scripture clearly, but he calls Peter to a specific role as the leader, right? Hey, right. you're going to be the rock in which I formed the church. Right. Yeah. And so like, I, I think that if, if you want to get into semantics, right, you, you might make an argument that you're leading one person, Mm -hmm. Right. Or you might make, a, a, you know, that you have to do self-leadership even in the role that you're in. Um, and you can't see me as you listen to this. I'm doing air quotes, self-leadership. But, the, you know, the, this idea is that, you know, it's, it's bigger than just everybody is. When we think about leadership in the biblical sense, what we're talking about is leading a movement, specific gifting, all those things. I, right. I mean, I know a ton of people who are great disciples, but who, who are horrible leaders. And they would, they would tell you that they don't want to be a leader. They don't want right. to even, you know, speak in front of people or cast vision for people. And that's not the way God has gifted them. And yeah. so, um, you know, I, I think we, we talk about leaning into the gifts a little bit here. It's important to let people lean into their gifts. And while all of us can step out of our gifts on occasion, it's not always going to be life-giving for the person. Could right. someone lead? Probably. I could probably train someone to lead, and, yeah. but they, they might hate it. <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah. So I like that distinct, the, the dis distinction that you made there, right? Of there's the role of a leader, right? And that's biblically when we're, when we're seeing this gifting of leadership and who's qualified to lead, that's talking about a role, right? That's being filled. Now, yeah, I don't think you or I would say, well, yeah, there's some disciples that have no influence anywhere and that's okay. Like that's not the case. Yeah. Um, but when we introduce this sort of language within a, ch a culture, whether it's a church culture or a small group or whatever, 
one of the biggest challenges in making disciples is main developing and maintaining clarity with what we're talking about. And if we're going to talk about developing leaders and use it synonymously with making disciples, we are making it much, much more unclear, right? It's getting a lot muddier for people rather than getting more clear because they're going to get into scriptures at some point and see, well, wait, there's a gift of leadership here. And wait, some people are qualified and some aren't. And well, maybe I'm, well, yeah, maybe I'm not qualified then to be a disciple maker because if we're using those synonymously, then it just adds to lots of confusion as opposed to developing that clarity that's so hard to come by. And, and what's so funny is we only do this, we being Christians in the church, we only do this uh, around leadership and discipleship, right? Like there's not a person in the world who would be like, yes, every person is called to preach. You know what I mean? Like every person's called to preach. Like it's, you know, when, when you could actually make a stronger scriptural argument for that, then you could leadership. Right. Right. But what we've done is, is the lack of clarity around disciple making has really forced us to put leadership over there almost. and, And I think it's because it's easier to make leaders than it is to make disciples. It's right. easier to create a process to say, hey, after you do these 10 steps, you're a leader. And right. that makes you a disciple, which is just not true. It's just not true. Yeah. So let's talk about the fourth, the fourth yeah. thing, the difference. Yeah. So we've gotten through three, right? Difference of intent, difference of calling, difference of process. The fourth one, difference of opportunity. So in every church and every organization, the leadership positions are limited. Mm-hmm. They're not unlimited. And so, you know, most churches have a volunteer and leadership deficit. Um, and so they maybe feel that, man, we really need a lot more leaders here. But at some point, if things are going well, you're going to have more people who are able to fill those roles than you have to fill them. Like you have more people than places to put them. Right. That's right. But in disciple making, the world is the opportunity, yeah, right? And so yeah. we have never seen or experienced a time in the world where there are too many disciple makers and not enough people to be made into disciples, mm. right? That's, and I don't think we're ever going to get there. I think maybe when we, if we get to approach that before Jesus comes back, we might be able to approach it, but then he's going to come back. I don't, I don't think in scripture it teaches us that you're going to get to a place where um, there are no more people that you could make into a disciple, right? That's just not the scriptural case. And so that the scripture say is after the kingdom has been preached to every tongue, tribe, and nation, after it's preached, then Jesus is going to come back. And, you know, there's a whole, that's a whole nother topic. That we that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. That's season um, two, man. That's season two. <laughs> right. So, but the difference of opportunity is when we make disciples, everybody can be a disciple. Everybody's called to be a disciple and everybody's called to be a disciple maker. And so there's no need to angle or to fight for any sort of position or ranking because we are all in the fields together trying to make disciples where we are in the place that God has put us. Yeah, and I, I love that because um, I think it, it creates... Uh, an opportunity for us to be a little bit more intentional about our leaders, right? So when we're just using things to get to leadership instead of disciple makers, then, um, you know, we really miss out on the opportunity to cast vision for the church. You know, one of the things that you and I are super passionate about is that 
we, we want to create disciple-making cultures in the local church. We hope wherever you're listening, wherever you're going to church, you're working to strive to make a disciple-making culture. Well, yep. well, guys, this is your opportunity, right? Disciple-making cultures need to be led by leaders who are disciples. Mm, I'm going to yep. say it again for the people in the back. Disciple-making cultures need to be led by leaders who are disciples, right? Uh, and so when you're discipling someone, you get to know their heart, you get to know their soul, you get to know the vision that they have for Jesus, and you really have a unique opportunity to tell who's equipped to lead with that gifting because you've already poured into them relationally. Amen. Awesome. So those four reasons, right? And there's probably more, but there's at least those four, the difference between uh, making disciples and making leaders, difference of intent, difference of calling, difference of process, difference of opportunity. Okay, so we're ready for our takeaway. Uh, Our takeaway for this episode is we are called to be and make disciples, not leaders. Now, it's not that we can't make leaders, but each and every disciple is called to make disciples. And so we have to maintain that, that you know, real clarity around what it is we're called to do. Tony, how about our action step? If you are a leader, are you a disciple, right? Ask yourself that question. If you're a leader, are you a disciple? If you're filling leadership positions, are you bringing in leaders who aren't disciples or who are disciples, right? Or are you bringing in disciples who aren't leaders, right? Spend some time and evaluate who's leading the organization that you're a part of. Do they have the gift of leadership? Are they compelled with the vision of disciple making? You're going to need both if you want to create a disciple making culture. Guys, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for the opportunity to talk about this important stuff. Do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating or review on iTunes, and maybe even share this episode with a friend, a pastor, somebody you're discipling. And let's together, let's reach the world in the name of Jesus. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you real soon.